0: Welcome to the Deerwood Realty YouTube channel. I'm John Schenck, founder and managing broker of Deerwood Realty in St. Louis, Missouri. Now look, sometimes we have to question, why is an article written? What's the purpose? Is it to inform? Is it propaganda? What, what is it? Why, why is this article being shown to us today? Um, and I've got this article today, and I, I don't exactly know what the point of it is. Is it to hoodwink people who don't know anything about development? I don't know Uh, very fascinating Uh, we're going to talk about something that's you know it's odd to me here's I'm going to put the premise up front it's basically talking about development okay now what it is you develop it and and how you develop is is you know up to you so let's get to it and then we'll just kind of go over what you think and what I think and and see where that leads us it says turning a tiny fraction of America's dead strip malls into housing could create 700,000 new apartments. All right. And you see, see the problem here. Like building 700,000 new apartments would get you 700,000 new apartments. Like if you just built them, right? Right. The, The challenge is, is how are we going to build them? And, what land are we going to use? And then it gets into this, well, I guess we could use old strip malls. You could, I guess. but you I mean, it doesn't have to be so let's 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 read into this, okay? It says you've likely heard the u s is in the midst of a retail apocalypse. The rise of e-commerce has pushed big box stores into bankruptcy and helped create zombie malls across the country it doesn't look like the trend will reverse itself anytime soon well why would that be though like why are we in the midst of a retail apocalypse the rise of e-commerce or like physical shopping centers kind of got run down and people kind of didn't want to go anymore like the malls of the 50s are over maybe that's what it is maybe it's I mean I'm sure e-commerce has a lot to do with it but if, when's the last time you've been to a mall? It's like a dying time piece. It's, it's depressing. Like, you, when you want to buy something, you want to be happy you bought it, not depressed. It says, at the same time, communities across the country are facing housing affordability crisis driven by the shortage of homes. Well, if you believe that. And as we've talked, I don't think that's the case. There's not a shortage of homes. There's plenty of investors that swoop up and buy homes every single day, okay, there's a shortage of available housing for people that can afford it because they're being pushed out by all kinds of people, the Airbnb, Airbnb crowd. Um, so I don't, I don't, I just, I reject this. I reject this on its face. Urban planners and developers across the country are pushing a fix for both, converting strip malls into housing. And so, just so you understand, I, I have no problem with development. I think it's fantastic. But if you've got a big piece of land, like let's look in St. Louis, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a series on the Jamestown Mall, and, and what a failure that ended up being, okay? They still haven't gotten it torn down yet, and it's been years, all right? That's a big piece of property. If, if housing is so bad, why hasn't that been developed here in St. Louis, okay? Why hasn't it been developed? It hasn't been developed because there's been no financial incentive to do so. Maybe some crony cronyism, but but who knows? It says if just ten percent of vacant strip malls best suited for redevelopment were turned into housing, it could create more than seven hundred thousand homes. A new report from housing nonprofit Enterprise Community Partners found. Okay, so now we're into the nonprofits, which uh, if if you haven't by now, you should probably be skeptical of nonprofits and any n- non-governmental organization. Like that's just the way it should be at this point. Skeptical. But think about it. If just 10% of vacant strip malls best suited for redevelopment were turned into housing, okay, so what about the other 90% that aren't best suited for redevelopment? What about those? Like, that's that's my issue with this article in general. It's like, look, if you find a piece of property in an area of high demand, build housing, okay? If that's If that's the highest and best use. You don't need to sell me on an idea of strip malls. Burn burn every strip mall down. I don't care. Okay? But it's not it's it's clearly not a panacea because it hasn't been done. And we'll get into it. It says the at estimates, uh, that estimate assumes half the new housing would be lower density multifamily housing, half would be medium density multifamily buildings of up to six stories. Okay, so now what you're doing, it's not really converting. You're not really converting the space. You're tearing down the buildings and building new buildings on the, on the, on the footprint of that old development. Now, that's, that's been development for in, in the United States for like 100 years. That's not new. There's nothing new about that. It says opportunities for brick-and-mortar retail conversions are everywhere in both cities and suburbs. So then all of a sudden, now we're doing conversions, which is different than tearing things down and building them again. Okay, And now you say, John, well, what if you take like South County Mall here in St. Louis and you, you tore down half of it, but you left the other half for retail? Wouldn't that be great? Well, is retail going to be supported? I mean, it's a, real, it's a real issue. Now, in theory, who doesn't want to live right next to a grocery store? right? It'd be so great to just not have to really have a big refrigerator. You just literally get out of your house and you go walk to the grocery store, pick up your groceries for the day and walk home, right? That seems like a great idea. I, I would like that, right? But then the way we do it here in the United States is like we build these huge developments where thousands of people and it's like, well, at least that's what they're trying to do. And and it, it doesn't... It, it, it doesn't make retail more interesting and it doesn't make like single family homes more interesting it just makes it it's like it's like the it's like only in America would you do such a thing it says um most jurisdictions have at least a couple of dated strip mall properties that are underutilized and could be redeveloped into housing and affordable housing oh wait a minute or mixed use developments that have both affordable housing and community serving spaces okay so now we're not building now we're not worried about housing as much as we're worried about how uh, affordable housing or mixed use developments that have both affordable housing and community serving spaces right now now we're not just developing for profit which is why these these why these uh, developments aren't aren't taking off there's no profit motive at least not just based on going to a bank getting a loan and doing it that way it's more it's more Sinister. It says turning commercial buildings into homes is nothing new. That's absolutely right. Cities across the country have transformed transformed underused under or vacant offices and manufacturing space into apartments and condos. They've also turned them into um, retail centers. Look at uh, the foundry down in Saint Louis. Many are increasingly looking to repurpose offices as workers settle into hybrid or fully remote schedules in the wake of the pandemic. Which even three years later, YouTube will now demonetize or not demonetize, but they'll, they'll shadow ban this video because I said the word pandemic, even if it's in the context of real estate, which is absolutely infuriating. But, you know, you can help me out, by the way, by watching the video to the end and subscribing. That would help because I, I'm getting I'm getting shadow banned for just the silliest of things. Um, the White House also recently weighed in and announced new funding and technical assistance for office-to-residential conversions, particularly near mass transit stations, and we talked about this. That's, it's, it's a boondoggle. Absolute boondoggle. Building conversions are notoriously expensive and sometimes practically infeasible. Without land-use policy updates, tax incentives, and other regulatory changes, many just aren't possible, and that's just it. Honest, Honestly, look, if there's a profit motive someone will do it, okay? If there's no profit motive, no one will do it. And what ends up happening on a lot of these things is when there's no profit motive, people that do come in to do it extract a huge amount of credits and cash from government organizations uh, to do it, and then it doesn't even end up getting built. It's just people pocket the money. And you say that's not true, I'm telling you, if there was a profit motive, if there really was a profit motive... People would be doing it already. It says, but when it comes to strip mall conversions, finding the right property to redevelop is the bigger challenge. Strip malls are often zoned exclusively for commercial usage. So conversion projects might require zoning changes, local community support, and the support of any existing tenants. Well, yeah. And, and, and we're, we're kind of not talking about something seriously problematic, and that is commercial real estate generates far more tax revenue when it's when it's working, then residential real estate. And what communities do you know of want to get rid of their commercial uh, tax benefits for residential, like in rezone things? And I'll give you an example in St. Louis. There's the there was what was called the Crestwood Mall. Okay, Crestwood Mall sat vacant for 15 years. All the all the infrastructure in the mall was was underneath the mall, right? So all your sewers, all everything was all underneath the mall. The only way to redevelop was to tear the entire thing down and start over, okay? And it took forever for them to do so. And even now, it's built out. It's still not 100% occupied. um, And it's just, it's just, um, it was just heartbreaking to the city because they wanted that that tax revenue. There's nothing, uh, look, I don't have any problem with, people wanting tax revenue, okay? I mean, I get it. I understand. But when you're taking this, this is a very sick situation where you're taking what was commercially zoned space and turning it into residential because you you are not supporting any sort of commercial uh, infrastructure in your community. I mean, that is problematic. I mean, that's just from my, my point of view. It says... And financing a conversion project often isn't straightforward. Developers generally need to cobble together funding from various government programs, including the low income housing tax credit and community development block grants. You see, this this is the issue. If it were profitable, they would do it. It is not profitable, so they do not do it unless they get some sort of assistance from the government. And even then, the assistance from the government is not the same as building something for profit, it's not the same. I have no problem with people redeveloping things, but this isn't even a conversion. Like, they're talking about it as a conversion, but then they automatically, in the article, talk about how it would be um, building more, you know, uh, lower-density multifamily housing and medium-density multifamily buildings of up to six stories. I, I mean, who is excited? Like, are you excited about multifamily housing? Is the American dream to go and buy... Uh, go live in multifamily housing. Is that what the American dream has become? Hey, great, we can all live in apartments. Like, wasn't the whole point of single-family homes, here's something that you could own that's yours that the government can't take away from you as long as you pay your taxes? I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad in a way. This article talks about, hey, you could develop this stuff. Uh, the reason why we don't is there's no money in it. Well, that's, that's right. I mean, here's something I'm going to tell you guys that, I, that I'm ashamed to say, and I'm ashamed to give you any sort of insight. But do you realize nobody's going to church anymore? I mean, relatively, there's thousands and thousands of churches that are just going out of business, okay? You could develop those day after day after day after day. Okay. Now I don't. And you say, why don't you, John? Is that a profit motive? I don't have any money. I don't have any money to develop anything. None. I have to do everything on my own. But I'm telling you, you know, there's always a profit motive somewhere. There's always a way to make money. There's an angle. Converting strip malls, I mean, it would be fine if there was a profit in it. But if you have to use affordable housing credits, if you have to make it a multifamily, six-story building, it isn't what... It isn't what most people want right now. Maybe that changes in the future. Okay? Maybe people want to live in multifamily buildings of six stories or more um, in the middle of the suburbs. But right now, it doesn't seem to be where we're at. What do you think? I bet you guys have opinions. And it's, look, I'm totally good with you guys disagreeing with me 100%. I'm not against the development. I just, I just want you to understand. I'm not, I'm not against any of it. What I'm saying is is this article is like the whole premise is, hey, we could develop this if only it was affordable and made sense, and we got grants from the government. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, that's all I have for today. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.